0: Hi, I'm Dr. Sonia Whitaker, host of the Sonia Whitaker Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. You may access this podcast as well as many others by visiting me at soniawhitaker.com, by going to Spotify or SoundCloud or iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. Now, I want you to know I am so very excited to share with you what is going to occur this week. This week I have the very distinct honor of being invited along with several other amazing human beings to speak in a virtual town hall which will take place on Wednesday September 7th 2022 beginning at 7 o'clock p.m. Now amongst Several of the amazing people that I will engage in a very important conversation with will be Miss Beatrice Diaz Polak, who is Senior Counsel for Education Equity, Chicago Lawyers Committee for Civil Rights. And if I could just pause for a moment and say, I'm having a moment, which you all are pretty used to me doing, and and this moment is actually associated with my response to one question in particular. And that question is, how did I get here? (laughs) Like really, I have been, ever since the moment I was asked to contribute in this way, I can't think of a day where I haven't paused and asked myself, how did I get here? And the reason why my response to that question is is so important in my humble estimation is because it actually makes this work or where I'm positioned right now bigger than me. You see, I'm asking how did I get here because I started out my career as a classroom teacher. Now, there is another side to my brain I always share in addition to delivering instruction being my intent as a young educator, I've always been fascinated by leadership. I have always wanted to know what the leader did to make the magic happen in the classroom. And I'm not sure if I ever shared this publicly, but I was so fascinated by ed leadership that even after I finished my student teaching practicum, which I did in my undergraduate experience um, as a student at Clark Atlanta University, located in Atlanta, Georgia, little shout out for CAU there. Um, Even after I finished my student teaching practicum, I actually went back to the school where I had that professional experience and began to shadow the building principal at that time. Can you imagine this? Like I hadn't even graduated from college yet. I hadn't even obtained my first teaching degree, my first teaching job yet rather, and yet I was already fascinated by ed leadership. So so I won't say that I, I didn't aspire to impact education on a more global level, but I must admit, I, I don't think that I had enough vision to know it would actually look like this. I, I tell you what I, I do know. I do know probably like most of you all, When I was growing up, my mother always preached to us how important it was to do a really good job at whatever you were doing. And I may have shared that uh, with you before. Regardless of what position that you held, you were to aspire to be the best. In fact, I remember one day when I really started to get into the work. And when I say get into the work, I mean like staying up late at night. I mean like writing my book and falling asleep at the computer, and, and having my family check on me in the middle of the night because I was still down uh, in my home office. When I say doing the work, sometimes, if I may digress for just a second, I think that some people, sometimes people will see the work, but they may not recognize how hard it is and how much time you actually put in. And so I've always um, I've always had grit and resilience Again, particularly as it relates to my understanding very early on that in order to get into a space where you would be recognized in this way, which I share humbly, you got to get a lot of time in and you got to be committed and, and do more than you would do if you weren't trying to make such a large impact. And so where I'm going with this is I guess just to suggest that As much as I post and I share about the contributions I'm able to make on the platforms that I've been blessed with, I always want to remind the listening, the reading, or the viewing audience that I do remain very, very, very humble by the experiences and grateful that have been granted to me. Much like the experience that I'm going to have this week relevant to speaking not only to educators but also to civil rights attorneys. When I started out my teaching career, as I have shared before, um, one of the reasons why I became interested in the topic of equity in education, although I actually didn't know it was like a thing (laughs) at the time, and I'm being real sincere here, um, I just knew that the students that were in my classroom, the students that were not making the type of academic gains that I felt that they were capable of making fell in one of two different categories. They were my black and brown children or children experiencing the impact of poverty, which as we all know includes children from all races. And then fast forward ahead, I remember moving from Atlanta and um, landing a position in what I would consider at the time a much more affluent school district than the one that I left in Atlanta. And to my surprise, when I began to look at the performance levels of the students that were very, very much capable, but when I began to compare student performance data in uh this more affluent suburban school district here in illinois i noticed at the time that much like when i was in atlanta the students that were not making the type of academic gains that i knew that they were capable of making once again fell in one of two different categories they were either black or brown students and or students experiencing the impact of poverty and um, it was at that point in my career that I began to ask myself, uh, "What's really going on?" And I always, I like to use that term, "What's really going on," because I remember um, when I was at Clark Atlanta, and I, I think I told her this before, but one of my sorority sisters, she all, she would always say, "What's really going on?" And what that meant in my exchange with her is that. She wasn't going to just ask me what's happening, right? Because sometimes when you ask people what's happening, they give you a surface level response. But what I really like about what's really going on is that means, like, let's be for real. Let's have a for real conversation, a conversation that moves beyond the surface level about what's happening. And so, again, I, I remember um, having this professional experience where, once again, comparing performance levels of students in a suburban setting come to the students in the urban setting, and just seeing some similar findings. And so upon posing that question to myself, it dawned on me that, that race really does matter. But I, I just, I must admit, I didn't have a lot of conversations with my peers as a first-year teacher, second-year teacher, uh, and even early administration about race or racism in school. We just didn't have that conversation. And so, so again, when I ask, how did I get here? Oh, wow. I was just going to say, I think it was by accident. But actually, no, I don't. I do I think it was by design. I think I was I was born to to be here right now at this point in time to be able to not only contribute to conversations because of course I do not know it all, but in my contributing with experts, I also learn a lot. And and I'm grateful because in order to cause for statistically significant improvements in the academic achievement levels of the students that I have referred to and including all students, we've got to be clear about the embedded racial inequities that produce unequal opportunities for educational success. And that's what this conversation is gonna be about on Wednesday. It's going to be about understanding what is happening not just at the state level not just at the local level but at the federal level as it relates to the development and then the implementation of policies that address the issues for which i have described and so i'll, I'll begin with how i i'll end rather with how i began which is how did i get here and I want to thank you for giving me this opportunity to to think out loud um orally in the form of podcast because I just discovered the um the answer to my own question, which is that it was actually not by accident; it was by design. I thank you so much for tuning in to the Sonia Whitaker podcast. as has been shared, you may access this podcast and others. On Spotify, by visiting SoniaWhittaker.com, on Apple Podcasts, as well as iHeartRadio. I hope that you will join us on Wednesday, September the 7th. Make it a great day.